We now know a lot more ab about the uh, Odessa Midland shooter, and it doesn't follow the leftist narrative. That doesn't matter. Let's have gun control anyway. A couple of leftist actors call out supporters of Trump in Hollywood. They want a blacklist. They want a. They want some doxing. And conservatives are defended by kind of an unlikely source. And we need to end the worldwide injustice of chicken rape. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, here we go again. So let's get into this Odessa shooting. Now, I told, we talked about it a little bit on Sunday. I didn't know much about it. Now we've had a few days. Now I'm doing something a little bit different with these podcasts. I'm actually creating a uh, a, a show show page, a show notes. So if you go to www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you'll actually see the show notes, which includes links and full YouTube videos of what we are going to be talking about. So go for it. I'm trying to do something a little different so that I can kind of streamline the work to create these things. I'm still figuring this out. I'm on the 60th episode. We're talking, I've been doing this three months. I'm still trying to figure things out. Well, whatever. Let's talk about the Odessa Midland shooting uh, in Texas that happened this weekend. Uh, the whole story is really strange. And I'm not going to really comment about any of the story. Uh, because I, I think we need the timeline first, and then we can go from there. Uh, I'll really get into uh, what's going on in the world. But the first thing we need to do is, okay, let's go for the timeline. I'm not going to say the guy's name. I think that's a really bad idea. Uh, you can actually go to my website, and you can load the stories, and they'll give the guy's name. They'll give the guy's history. I mean, he's insane. There's no ifs, what's, or how's about it. So essentially what ended up happening was on, a, on Friday, he had uh, gotten fired from his job. Not sure what he did. I think it had something to do with manufacturing. He got fired from his job. Uh, 15 minutes before he decided to go traveling through Texas, he actually called the police and started saying things. Now, what he had said, that hasn't been released, but it was way out there. Apparently, the police did not... It just sounded like a crazy person. After he had uh, done that, got in his car, started driving, he was pulled over for not signaling correctly at a stop sign. That's when he pulled out an AR-15 or an AR-like weapon. We don't know what that is. And started shooting at police. So he is driving. The police, of course, are injured. He's driving. He's shooting at people. Killing seven. Um, wounding 22. He finally gets to a... Uh, he gets to a mail truck. Pulls out. Kills the mail, ma mail carrier. Jumps into the mail truck. Starts driving away. The police actually catch him. There's a shootout, and he's killed. The shootout is actually on video. They do have a they do have video of the shootout. It's from a distance. You hear the gunshots. You don't actually see anything. So if you wanted to take a look at that, you can. It's there. Uh, God, ble uh, God bless the fact that we have cell phones. Now, here's here's the here's the thing. This whole issue 
goes against the leftist narrative of gun control. It's not good. The only thing that this guy actually met as far as criteria is he had an AR-15. But the AR-15 was not legal. The uh, He had made multiple phone calls to the police, including 15 minutes before this whole shootout started. His neighbors had actually called the police to complain that he was threatening them with guns. He lived in a completely dilapidated home. It, uh, it wasn't really a home. It was a steel shed. This guy was, he just lost his job. This guy was absolutely nuts. That's what was determined the day after the shooting. Now, hold on to that. We're going to get into all of that soon. But first, let's talk about the calls for the gun confiscation. Because it only took about 15 minutes for the media, politicians, and the presidential candidates to weigh in about the gun crisis. And I'm going to put gun crisis in quotes here because I don't think we're any worse than anyone else. And I definitely don't think Texas has the same problems that places like Chicago, Baltimore, Los Angeles have, New York has, which has extreme gun control. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. The media took uh, the opportunity to point out that President Trump offered a lot of prayers and... uh, Wish best wishes for the families. Of course, they were mocking him on that. Anytime you get a chance to mock prayers, religion, God, they're going to do this. But he had no solutions for gun control, which is because there are no solutions. Gun control, as you'll see a little bit later, had nothing to do with this situation. Gun control would not have stopped this. We didn't even know if there was one or multiple shooters at this point, and yet they're reporting about how bad President Trump is. Democrats, I mean, we're talking minutes after this happened, started yelling on the news media, started yelling at rallies, started yelling on Twitter uh, about the need for gun control or some sort of gun buyback program, which is confiscation. The one who had the most to say was uh, Robert Beto O'Rourke, and he even started cussing. And and I guess after the the s-hole comment that Trump made, and the fact that CNN decided to I don't know, what was it two hundred times that they said s-hole because Trump had called Nigeria an s-hole country, which or Somalia an s-hole country, which. By the way, it is an asshole country. I apparently this is a thing for CNN. So let's listen to Beto. Let's listen to his extremes here. Yeah, the the rhetoric that we've used, the thoughts and prayers that you just referred to, it has done nothing to stop the epidemic of gun violence. To protect our kids, our families, our fellow Americans in public places, at a Walmart in El Paso where 22 were killed in Sutherland Springs in a church, uh, one or two a day all over this country, 100 killed daily in the United States of America. We're averaging about 300 mass shootings a year. No other country comes close. So yes, this is up. And if we don't call it out for what it is, 
If we're not uh, able to speak clearly, if we're not able to act decisively, then we will continue to have this kind of bloodshed in America. And I cannot accept that. And so um, we're going to speak as defiantly and as strongly as we can, but we're also going to take action. Universal background checks, red flag laws, and into the sales of weapons of war, and buying those AK-47s and AR-15s back so that they cannot be used against our fellow Americans. Okay, there are a couple things wrong with this whole thing. First off, we don't have 300 mass shootings a year. We don't have 250 um, school shootings a year. That's all garbage. And if you actually look at the statistics, you look how these folks came up with the statistics, it's not even close. As a matter of fact, if you look at the statistics throughout the world and you see, uh, you compare the countries, the United States is not even top five when it comes to mass shootings. We're not even close. I, you go to Iraq, you go to Iran, you or not Iran, but you go to Afghanistan. Do you know who was the number one for mass killings last year? It was Norway. I So it's just kind of, come on, stop, dude, stop. You're being an idiot. None of that is absolutely true. None of that's true. First, and then we need to go to these policies. Universal background checks. Now, remember I said, I pointed out that this was going to be something of an issue uh, when I talked about this character that killed all these people. Um, he got the gun illegally. He was crazy. He was going to kill people. He had threatened his neighbors. His gun was not legal. I say that again. Probably the fourth time I've said that. To sit back and think that a universal background check is going to do anything to stop this guy from getting a gun is insane. To this moment, they still don't know how this guy got the gun. Did he steal it? Did he buy it personally? The other problem with universal background checks is it's extreme. It means if I give my dad a gun or I let him borrow a gun, I have to do a background check on my dad? I, universal background checks don't work. There's already a really heavy check before you can buy a rifle, a shotgun, or a handgun. You still have to fill out paperwork. Your background is still checked. We don't need universal background checks. And as far as that, was that gun show loophole? There is no gun show loophole. It's not a private sale to private sale. It's still considered a business. You still need a license. So, Beto is full of garbage there. As far as red flag laws, I don't believe in red flag laws because then anyone can accuse you of being insane or being a criminal. What a red flag law is, a red flag law means that if a person has anything that would make him or purportedly point that individual towards violence, that's a red flag. Now, here's the thing. When when someone wants to buy a gun, there are a lot of different ways that would stop you from getting a gun. You have a, you have a dishonorable discharge. You don't get a gun. You have a felony. You don't get a gun. According to Democrats, you can vote, but you can't have a gun. If you beat your wife, or your partner, you have a domestic abuse, you don't have a gun. 
if you have any mental impurities, you don't get a gun. These are all already checked. Okay. So here's what a red flag law will do. Let's just say I get into an argument with my neighbor. My neighbor says, calls the police and says, this guy's insane because I started yelling at him. Heck, my ex-girlfriend would sit there and say that. Oh, he's insane. He yells at me all the time. That's a red flag. And I could lose my guns until we go through a, some sort of court procedure to allow me to have my guns back and I can have them taken away. That's my problem with red flag laws. I like them in that, you know, let's just assume. For example, if someone flagged me, a red flag law, it red flagged me, I'd have no problem with it. I'm not insane. I'm not going to shoot anyone. I've, I've had guns for years. I've never shot anybody. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me. The problem is bureaucracies have a tendency to screw up, as we actually see. Okay. Finally, uh, gun buybacks. This is the most... This is the dumbest thing that Beto could even bring up, because first off, you're not the government's not buying back anything. It's not. The government didn't sell me my guns. Who is the government to? They're not buying back. They're they're basically taking my gun. They're buying my gun. Second off, a gun buyback. What's the point of them giving me a hundred dollars for my guns per gun? Or whatever it's going to be. And then I end up having my taxes raised because I got to pay for the gun buyback. I'm not getting anything. And what is gun buyback? It's confiscation. Mandatory gun buyback means confiscation. That's what it is. I, I think it was, oh, what was his name? Someone from the Daily War. Matt Walsh said it. Saying that a mandatory saying mandatory gun buyback is like saying that a uh, armed robber is only compelling a donation from the stories robbing that's what it is that was Matt Walsh Daily Wire subscribe they're a great group so Beto is already full of crap but Beto is full of crap for another reason Beto's just trying to get attention Beto has like 4% of the vote now he is really hurting. He's hoping that these gun, these mass shootings will help him in the future. How do I know this? Well, you heard him. He was quoted in a pep, uh, rally saying that these shootings are effed up. And then he goes on CNN and he says, these shootings, hey, guess guess what? They are, they are effed up. Well, today he released a t-shirt on his website, his um, campaign website, that says effed up, effed up, effed up, effed up, effed up, effed up, all the way down the t-shirt. So this son of a gun who is sitting back and talking to us as if he's the Pope is actually using this as a campaign plug. Absolutely disgusting. But I, I, I expect nothing from Beto. Beto is an idiot. Let's give it to him. Fine. Dandy. And by the way, he's not going to be able to initiate a mandatory buyback because he's not going to be president 
at 4%. I can't believe he's still in it. I hope he stays in it because everything he says is stupid and it will actually kill him for 2024 when he decides to run again because he's going to run again. But then old Joe, sleepy, creepy Joe decides to come in and he's got an idea for settling this. Let's just outlaw magazines that hold more than one round. Listen to this garbage. I probably I probably took too much of this uh, clip, but I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good clip and it just made him sound really sleepy and creepy and old. The idea that we don't have elimination of assault type weapons, magazines that can have hold multiple bullets in them. It is no violation of the Second Amendment. It is uh, it's just a a bow to the special interest of the gun manufacturers in the NRA. Um, and we're talking about loosening access to uh, have guns, be able to take them into places of worship, store them in school. I mean, it's just absolutely irrational. It's totally irrational. And it's all about special interest. And it has to stop. It has to stop. The idea that we don't have elimination of assault-type weapons, magazines that can hold multiple bullets in them, is absolutely mindless. It is no violation of the Second Amendment. It is uh, It's just a, a bow to the special interest of the gun manufacturers in the NRA. Oh, Joe. Okay, he's got a bunch of things wrong in this whole thing. First off, um, to eliminate magazines that carry multiple rounds, th those are all magazines. I don't know any magazine that carries one round. Okay, so essentially you want to eliminate all all weapons that have magazines, which means all weapons except shotguns and, well, I mean, yeah, pump shotguns, that big tube that holds all the shells, that's considered a magazine. So I don't know what he's going to say to that. But he wants to eliminate all guns, period, end of story, except revolvers. Um, yes, it's against the Second Amendment. He's dead wrong. If you can own a gun, but you can't get any ammunition for the gun, it is against the Second Amendment, period. End of story. And that has been done. And here's the other thing. Joe Biden was vice president for eight years. Four of those years, he had a Democratic, or I'm sorry, two of those years. He had a Democratic Congress. He had a Democratic House. He had a Democratic um, Senate. They did nothing. And there were mass shootings back then, too. So for him to say that, that's insane. And then to sit back and say, well, now we got to arm people in houses of worship. Well, yeah, why not? Gun-free zones are the mass shooters' goal. That's what they want. These people aren't looking for a challenge where they want someone to come over and start shooting at them. They don't want the challenge. They want to walk in because they're cowards and start shooting people. This is Joe Biden just doesn't seem like he's really there. I mean, he really just doesn't explain it. It doesn't seem to even understand the law. This stuff has been done. They uh, California is notorious for actually going in and banning as much as they can. At one point, California actually wanted to put serial numbers on specific casings for bullets. Of course, there's no technology for that. It can't be done. 
so it was struck down really quick. But if California has really stretched out and touched each of these laws to see what they can get away with, and they haven't been able to get away with, because the Second Amendment says, I mean, some of these laws didn't even get get past the appeals process. It's just, it's so insane. But there's more reaction to it. Walmart has decided that they're no longer going to sell ammunition in their stores because they decided to appease the woke scolds. I don't exactly know how this is going to work out for them. I, I think this was a mistake. First, where is the demand? Where, where there is demand, people will work to, fi- to fill that demand and make a profit. That's called capitalism. So let's get wild and crazy and say that, you know, oh, Walmart, who sold 10,000 rounds a year, is no longer selling ammunition. What's going to happen? You have two or three stores that open up right around Walmart and start selling ammunition. You know what? They'll probably do pretty darn well. Next, Walmarts are huge in the rural, middle to lower middle class areas. Huge. They employ a lot of these people. You guys are basic... Walmart's basically embracing the liberal elite woke scolds. And at the cost of what? To tick off the people that you... uh, To tick off the people that actually go to the stores? I'm pretty sure... Beto O'Rourke and Joe Biden, they don't go to Walmart. So I don't know how that's going to actually work with them. But here's something that really bothers me, is when these companies are suddenly being controlled by the liberals, the liberal elites, and they suddenly do what they want them to do, I worry about what's what other businesses can actually get affected. For example, how about the banking industry? What happens if I want to get a loan but I own a gun? But the woke scolds have pissed on Bank of America. Could that happen? What if Visa or MasterCard or American Express do a background check to find out that you've actually applied for guns or ammunition. Could they reject you? This is a dangerous area we get into when businesses are targeted, attacked, and fold to popular opinion. This is control. You don't see that with the right. For example, if I am if I I don't go to Starbucks I, I, I hate Starbucks. Their coffee sucks. But outside of that, I, I don't go to Starbucks for a reason. I don't go to Starbucks because I don't like their belief system. I don't like their politics. I don't like the fact that they shove our politics in our faces at every chance. I hate virtue signaling. <coughs> if you virtue signal me, you own a, a, a business and you start virtue signaling... I will bet you a dollar I ain't going to show up. 
I'm not wearing Nikes. For a reason. They're good shoes. But, well, I don't wear Nikes for a couple reasons. One, they hire child labor. They hire, they, they're made in sweatshops. But I also don't do them because that Colin Kaepernick, he kneels and then they pay him $35 million to sponsor their stuff. I'm just not going to buy their shoes. You won't see a boycott. You won't see anything. You won't see me screaming on Twitter, F Nike or anything like that. I'll just not buy their stuff. And if there are enough people that do that, good for us. It's not necessarily a boycott or a protest or shaming Nike. We're not, no one's shaming Nike. It's just, okay, I'm just not going to buy their stuff. And that's what Walmart should have done. Walmart should have just sit there and said, okay, well, we're going to sell ammunition because we've always sold ammunition. We've always sold handguns. And see, here's the ironic thing. I think there's the ammunition they've actually blocked is handgun ammunition. It had nothing to do with what happened. Uh, but whatever. If they see their things go down, then they say they're going to stop. They, they see their stocks go down. They see their profit go down. Then they say, hey, we're not selling ammunition anymore. And then watch it go back up. I, in those areas, I don't think they would have had those issues. I know in San Diego, they wouldn't have had those issues. But here, here's the other thing. San Francisco City Council has decided to deem the NRA, National Rifle Association, a domestic terrorist organization. I guess I am as much a terrorist as ISIS. I'm a member of the NRA. Now, I, I, I'm not that surprised about this. It, San Francisco is a hot mess. But that's why I'm surprised. San Francisco is such a hot mess. Why are they worried about the NRA the NRA is, I'm pretty sure, has not inf infiltrated San Francisco. San Francisco probably has maybe six, seven members in it. Why are you guys, you guys have a huge opioid problem, huge drug problem, huge homeless problem. You've got a cost of living problem. You've got a disease problem. People are pooping all over the streets. You got a huge crime problem and your baseball team sucks. And you guys are worried about deeming the NRA a, terror, a domestic terrorist organization, which, by the way, holds about as much weight as me saying that that cow outside is brown. I, it doesn't matter. It means nothing. It's a waste of time. And that's what these cities do. Did I mention they got a crime problem? That this is a city that you can break into a car and it's a misdemeanor, it's an infraction? You'll get a ticket if I break into a car and steal a woman's purse and get picked up by the police. I'll get a ticket. I'll have to show up to court, but I only get a ticket. This is a city who is more worried about how they, what they call a manhole. It's a people hole or whatever the hell it is. This city is insane. All the problems they have. And this is the problem with Democrat. This is the problem with Democrat cities. They ignore the real problems.
This is included in Chicago. This is included in Baltimore, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. All Democratic cities all have a huge violence problem, have a huge drug problem, and have a huge homeless problem. But instead of dealing with the problems that they actually have, that where people are actually affected, they're worried about crap like this. Good job, San Francisco. Okay, enough about gun control. Let's just move on to the next one. Um, this one is just as infuriating, but I, you can tell it's been a slow week if I'm talking about this stuff, But because nothing's really new in any of this. But uh, Deborah Messing and Eric McCormick are ticked off. Apparently, President Trump is holding a fundraiser in Beverly Hills, California, which is a shock because I didn't know there were Republicans outside of me in Beverly, in California, period. Actually, that's not true. I don't even know that many liberals in California, but apparently uh, they're out here. Attending will be some A-list actors, directors, writers, and producers who, su who support the president. I don't really get why Hollywood hates Trump. Uh, he's always supported them. He has he was has always been a proponent proponent of gay rights. Uh, he is an A-lister himself through his work on The Apprentice. Heck, he was a Democrat and a Clinton supporter in the early 2000s. So this guy is not exactly the right-wing, alt-right, conservative guy. Uh, but they are ticked. They've decided they're going to be ticked. Uh, and they want to know who's going to attend these this foray and they want a list of these people so they can uh, uh, presumably dox them and make sure that they never work with them again so much diversity now i i normally wouldn't actually even care about any of this because it's so typical this is nothing new but whoopi goldberg on the view would not have any of it. She shut down Eric McCormick and Deborah Messing so fast and so hard and with so much violence. She actually sounded like Abraham Lincoln, a conservative. Listen to this. I, you know, I don't even have much of a comment after this because this was perfect. Then listen, why not? last time people did this. Yeah. <clears throat> People ended up killing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. Okay? Listen, your your yeah, idea of who you don't want to work with is your personal business. Do not encourage people to print out lists because the next list that comes out, your name will be on, and then people will be coming after you. No one. You we, nobody. We had something called the blacklist, and a lot of really good people were accused of stuff. Nobody cared whether it was true or not. They all, they were accused yeah. and they lost their right to work. You don't have the right in this country. People can vote for who they want to. That is one of the great rights of this country. You don't have to like it, but you, we don't, we don't go after people because we don't like 
who they voted for. We don't go after them that way. We can talk about issues and stuff, but we don't print out lists. And I'm sure you guys misspoke when you said that because you, it sounded like a good idea. Think about it. Read about it. Remember what the blacklist actually meant to people and don't encourage anyone, anyone. Wow. I mean, wow. This is, this is a woman who's saying, well, wait a minute. They're not guilty of anything except a set of beliefs. Now, I wish she would have said that during the Kavanaugh hearings because, or anytime these guys talk about Trump, but you know what? Baby steps. Let's go baby steps. That's fine. And even Joy Behart. I can't think of anyone who's more left-wing than Joy Behart. Even Joy Behart said, I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is a bad idea. I, I am. I have very little to comment on with this. I think Whoopi Goldberg, you made a fan. I, I know one out of every thousand things you say is going to be positive towards conservatives, but this is a conservative idea, and there is nothing in her little speech that was wrong. And I loved the fact that not only did she just get bent out of shape about the whole thing, but she actually corrected a couple of her co-hosts and saying, I can't believe you believe this. Awesome. Whoopi Goldberg, God bless you. Love you, babe. I saw Sister Act. I love Sister Act. I own the video. Fantastic. And no, I won't be crawling up your ass or whatever the heck you said when we were talking about abortion, which I shouldn't have brought that up. Why do I bring a negative up with a positive? I tell you what, Whoopi, good for you. Good for you. Well, Deborah Messing and Eric McCormick decided to kind of step back from their comments. And in tweets today, both of them said, well, I was taken out of context or you misunderstood. Here's the problem. I think I understand actors. Actors are dumb. And maybe they don't realize that their comments weren't from something they said. It was something they wrote. And it's not that hard to figure out what you actually wrote. No, Eric McCormick, nothing was taken out of context. You said what you said. You realize what you said was wrong. Deborah Messing, same thing. She, sa she said what she said. Nothing can be interpreted as wrong. Just sit there and say, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. How about that? You don't even have to admit guilt. Just say, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Whatever. I mean, it's you're, gonna, you're only going to get... When you're talking about elites, you're only going to get so much. You are only going to get so much. Our last story of the day is probably the best story, and I have so little to say about this story. Uh, again, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and, and click on the show notes for this because it's really hard to deal with this stuff. So there were trans, there were a couple of trans feminist vegan activists. For a group called Vegan Souls. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. 
trans, which means they're the opposite of what they are, feminists, which means they're trans females, which means they used to be men, and not only are they now identifying as women, they're identifying as feminists. Thank God they, by the way, thank God they didn't throw lesbian in there. I would be completely confused. Uh, vegan, okay, so they don't eat anything that comes from an animal. They're activists for a group called Vegan Souls. Okay, that's great. Here's a, a question. Have you ever seen a man that goes to McDonald's like me or someone else? Do they ever actually belong to an activist group or a support group or anything like that? No, because carnivores are awesome, so we don't bother with it. Well, not only are they trans-feminist vegans, they're also anti-speciesists. Now, you might be asking, what's an anti-speciesist? An anti-speciesist, and it comes from the word species, all right? I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it right. An anti-speciesist is an individual who does not see the difference between any species on Earth. So, for example, there's no difference between a man, a dog, a cat, a whale, a chicken. Uh, uh, there's a little plug there. Um, a, any any of the animals. We're all the same. We're all the same. I, Okay, that's great. So, what these gals decided to do was, they decided to raid a farm. And they put all this on, on Instagram or YouTube. One of the two. Go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and you can see the whole video. They're from Spain, so they don't speak English. All right? <coughs> they go to a farm and they begin to separate the chickens from the roosters. Now, I kid you not, I had to actually go and get multiple sources for this article for this story because I could not believe this was actually a true story and it ended up being a true story there were actually I, I finally found uh, one source uh, some English newspaper let me look it up here hold on hold on hold on the dailymail.uk.co.uk the daily mail reported this and what these people actually did was they would go in, they would separate the roosters and the chickens. Now, here's here's the kicker. The reason they separated the roosters and the chickens is because the, the hens, I'm sorry, female chicken is a hen, the hens were being forcibly, were being raped, is essentially what it was. And they didn't want to support a rape culture within the chickens. I crap you not. That is the absolute story. I kid you not. I looked at it. I looked it up in three, four different sources. I could have picked any of these sources. As a matter of fact, that story came from a source that wasn't blue check mark on Twitter. And I actually went in and looked this whole thing up. But these gals went a step further. They took the eggs from the chickens and started smashing the eggs. You know why? Because the eggs are a product of chicken rape culture. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've read this story so many times, I really didn't think I could laugh anymore. 
Um, they believe that chickens, that female hens, should have the option of consent. That they should be able to consent to have sex with the roosters. And the roosters have no right to do anything unless they get consent from the hens. I, and they prove this by saying, watch, when that rooster is screwing that chicken, that hen, the, the, the hen is flapping her wings or doing whatever. I've had birds. Guess what? They flap wings when they're having sex. This is just what they do. I know that sounds really crazy, but I've had a lot of birds in my life. They all do that. The wings are always all over the place. And eventually, they stop doing that, and they just stand there with the wings spread, and then that's it. I, Oh, my Lord. So, they were when they were interviewed after, it, they were quoted, Either you are a vegan, or you help finance animal slavery. Eating animals is fascist. Oh my God. It's so stupid. First off, um, there are only a few animals in the world that actually see sexual relations as relations. Most animals do not see sex as a relation. They see it as procreation. Humans, dolphins, and whales are the only animals on earth that see procreation as enjoyable or as some sort of expression. Whether that expression is love, desire, or violence. Dolphins were known to rape other dolphins. Because dolphins have the same minds we do. Same with whales. Well, whales aren't so bad. They're not that bad. But dolphins are. Chickens aren't. Dogs do not get off having sex with each other. It's not, enjoy it's not enjoyable for them. It, it's, it's an instinct. Same with chickens. It's an instinct. And... Eating animals is fascist. I they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get you know, write a blog entry or something about that because I have no idea. Maybe that's something I'm gonna look up tomorrow for Friday's podcast. Is say saying eating meat is fascist and let me see. There's got to be someone out there that's written something somewhere on the internet of the billions and billions and billions of posts. There has to be something. I it just wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway, um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Uh, visit the show notes over at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. No spaces. You can download or listen to this podcast at, on iTunes, uh, Podbean, Podcast Addict, or YouTube. Please subscribe, comment, and rate, I'd appreciate it. Anyone who rates, because I just don't have that many people listening yet, anyone who rates, I will definitely get in contact with you. You folks have a nice night, great week, we're halfway through folks, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>